If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is the real Duke Nukem, baby. I'm here to listen to Podcast Unlocked and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of gum. Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, folks? It's Podcast Unlocked, episode 225. We're ending the year of, of live recorded shows on a, on a round number. We will be back next week in pre-recorded form. Technically, we're always pre-recorded, right? Yeah, no, I don't know if we've ever, we've live, ever done right? a live one of these. That's we? not true well, at all. We other did house than, party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't put it out on the internet simultaneously. Anyway, uh, yeah, so it's 225 for December 16th, 2015. Mm-hmm. I'm Ryan McCaffrey, Mitch Dyer. Looking good today, Mitch. Thanks. I like All I shirt. did was wear a V-neck. Looks like the hairstyle. I nicely. did. Get, I did get my hair cut yesterday, yeah. so maybe that's factoring in. Marty Sleva, I'm you digging. Didn't go to Jen. <laughs> I'm digging the uh, cardigan. The, the Thank you. Very. It's like I don't know. It's like the Mardigan. Bright and nice. It. it is bright. It's it's festive. I'm feeling feeling good for the break. And I apologize if you're watching on video. I have a laptop here, and it's not because I don't care about the podcast. It's because I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> it's because he, uh, he just cares though. more about yeah. Beyond. And, and Destin Legary, who is. <laughs> Who is literally less of a man than this time last year because you've trimmed down nicely. Oh. You look good. <laughs> I was oh, like, where is this going? Like, what? I hope that was a nice stop thing. Less, <laughs> stop listening when you say you are literally less of a man. They pause and they're like, no, that's inappropriate. I'm never listening to online. I am out Shots on this. Fired. I'm out on this. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, sweating over this answer. I actually <laughs> don't know it. I, I have a guess. It's been a good year. Yeah. Uh, clearly, the the best idea I had this year was keeping score of <laughs> Unlocked yeah, Block. Yeah, big fan of that. It's almost like gamers like are competitive <laughs> or something, you know? Because, so if you're a regular listener, which most of you are, you, you know that today is the big day. Mitch is up by one point. Because he called All him. he has to do is clinch, is, is get it right to clinch, and that will, that will mathematically eliminate Destin mm-hmm. from the running. But if Mitch gets it wrong and Destin gets it right, we go to a trivia off, oh, a block off. Oh, man. <laughs> I brought a couple of extra questions just in case. Mitch uh, is taking show notes. 
That's good. <laughs> That's his job. He's kindly taken that responsibility uh, on for me, which I greatly appreciate. Headline one: Destin sucks. Twenty fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, what a fun, what <laughs> a fun year of unlocked it's been. Uh, yeah, it's been a great I guess year. I want to stop. Yeah. I want to start by saying I want to thank all of you guys and Shark, who's not here. Mm-hmm. But uh, you guys have made this the best year of Unlocked ever for me. It was so much fun. Same here, and I think yeah. for the audience. Yeah. We've done so many fun things this year. Thanks, Ryan. Between uh, some of which you'll hear next year. I mean, next week when it's, when it's the outtake show. Our, our now annual outtake show where I record some of the nonsense that happens between... I am between a little bit anxious about am, this one. <laughs> this year. I am what has come out of my you mouth. you give it a heavy listen to yeah. before oh, because I would me. love to have my job in 2016. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've said things in this room that would 100% be fired. I'm not joking at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I'm not done editing yet, but I'm just listening through as I go to see. I mean, if something's super boring, I'm just getting rid of it. But if it and or if it's if it's incriminating, I'm getting rid of that too. Good, good. good. But I'll give you a clue. The unlock the outtake show next week opens with uh, something about dick ripping. So I'm gonna <laughs> leave that as your teaser. Wow. For the outtake what? show. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Was I there? Fans You're of the there. genre are gonna <laughs> fondly remember. Dude, there's gonna be so many. We're gonna listen to this and it's gonna be like, oh man, I don't remember February or March or April <laughs> yeah. or. August. I guarantee that we don't remember any of this. Like, I'm going to listen to this. Oh, I didn't as I was fresh, listening to it. And it's going to be nope. comedy gold yeah. that I've never heard. But Very yeah, silly. I mean, in 2015, we uh, we interviewed a bunch of cool people, including the Xbox bigwigs. Mm-hmm. We, intervie- we, uh, we learned that Sean Finnegan, again, he's not here at the moment, Still was doors. a door-to-door door salesman <laughs> and possibly one of the greatest show moments ever. A, a D-cubed man. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's been fun. And uh, yeah, we'll be so we're, we'll have the outtake show next week, then a week off. For the love of God, just give let us have let us have one week. I just want to watch yes. Star Wars and not talk to humans. <laughs> yeah, that is a bummer. We won't get to talk about uh, our, our Star Wars impressions until after we get back to Well that'll which, be on IGN you, though. We're all gonna shoot cell phone videos. I'm not gonna shoot cell phone. Well, if, you actually, want to, if you want if to, you, you want can to be thing, part yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. Does my iPhone four have video capacity? Oh. It does actually, but, oh, Marty. Get your life together. It's actually, a four S. I complained about my laptop on a podcast two weeks ago. It's funny you mentioned your phone because Oh my god, I just noticed. Is that yours? Yeah. Wow, oh, Marty wow. finally after like that's years. you on that, that's after not IGN. Oh, no, this is IGN. Oh, okay, yeah. No. That's a five years. going to be like, that's a really after nice five years, Marty finally has a machine that will stay on when he unplugs the power supply. <laughs> it's still at 100%. It's not even plugged in. <laughs> Spoiler alert, one of the segments, one of the outtake segments next week is you saying that you're getting a new phone. <laughs> that clearly didn't happen. Oh, my God. What month was that? Do you remember? I, I, they're, not, they're sadly not labeled, but oh, man. <laughs> So yeah, uh, maybe give the outtake show a listen next week. If you if you're new if you're a new listener and you didn't hear our first outtake show last year, it's basically it's just non sequitur, nonsensical nonsense that has no context whatsoever. But it might be kind of funny a yeah, little bit. We should uh, bubble. We should bubble that one back up. Like put it in the maybe in the article that you well, write like for that. next like, week's episode. Yeah, just yeah, be yeah, like, hey, that. if you didn't listen to the last week, that's week's, true. That's a good I idea. But we got a new uh, a lot of new listeners this I year. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And those are funny. And it's also there's gonna be things where like we made predictions that we were either really right oh, on man. or yeah. oh, man. really wrong. We've had people be really on top of that in the past, where it's like they were very aware of what I had said that was very wrong and what Ryan said that was very right and so on. Um, I don't know if we actually like tracked that this year at all. Yeah. 2016. Yeah. You know I what? Well, so, uh, uh, yeah. you know what? It's it's. I feel bad now because I guess between segments I can go get it because uh, a listener did send in our predictions from last year. Oh, to cool. see oh, how nice. how 
wrong we were. Perfect. In fact, oh, man, yeah. do well. I'll probably I'll have to grab them uh, between between segments. But first up, we'll come right back. So later on, we're gonna award the Dookie. This will no uh. longer live in this room. Instead, it will live on one of these two gentlemen's desks for the year 2016. It's gonna be good. So we'll get to that later in the show. Stay tuned for that. But first, there, uh, in fact, uh, is quite a bit to talk about. This oh. week in Xbox News. Yeah? Yeah. Can't imagine what happened. <laughs> what happened recently? We'll I'm find out. Quiet week. <laughs> we'll find out right after this. All right. Before we start the news, I want to thank Michael Johnson. Dug up his email. He's the crazy madman that went back and cataloged every single trivia answer we've ever done. Every winner from every <laughs> year. Top just, to bottom. Just off the air, I was like, we've been doing this since 2012. I can't believe it's been that long already. Well, that's when I took over and yeah. implemented the yeah. <laughs> my dumb format. That's cool. So 2012, Mitch was our victor with Destin runner, uh, the runner-up. Just like 2015. <laughs> is this for predictions? No, no this no. is trivia. Trivia. Predictions is, oh. uh, predictions is elsewhere. Oh, oh, wow. That's the email I forgot. Uh, 2013, Destin over Marty with Mitch in third. Ooh. Wow. Last I'm year. Blue you in sent me on so many preview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me around the world, McCaffrey. This is all your fault. Uh, 2014. The year that is now almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Mitch Dyer, Destin Legary, Marty Sleva all tied. Everybody tied. Really? Can we do a 2014 tiebreaker? I had no right idea. Now? Yeah, if that we were also going to the 2014 tiebreaker. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We will do that. Mm-hmm. So the 20, I don't have a trophy for that, but <laughs> just fun. pride. It's about the pride. Just pride. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. Now. That's crazy. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> I had no idea we were that close every year. At least Mitch and I. I didn't realize we'd been doing it that long. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Let's talk a little news here. <laughs> All right. And first up, the big story of the week, which sort of surprise, not surprise. A little, little bit of rumbling online about this. Yeah. So Hideo Kojima, you know, his very, very public, very not nice. seemingly not pleasant divorce from Kojima. Uh, from Konami. S- Konami, pardon me. Thank you. He has signed with PlayStation. He set up Kojima Productions, his new studio. He's taken a lot of his former team with him <laughs> and set up shop uh, on his own. It is an independent studio, but the first game will be a P- PlayStation 4 exclusive they've signed with Sony. Anyone uh, who takes their team with them when something like that happens is an awesome dude. Like Conan did it when the NBC breakup yep. happened. and now Vince Zampella and Jason yep. West. It also just shows Infinity you something Award. bad yeah. happened at the place they were at. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I... Uh, I tweeted a thought about this that turned into a whole thing. Whoa, boy. With that the, the internet took the entire wrong way. Okay. Oh, the internet went What happened? <laughs> what happened? No, so I my thought was, you know, okay, so if you look at this like a like baseball free agency. It's like okay, the the at this this is it's like the uh PlayStation's Sony is the Yankees and Microsoft's the Red Sox, like mm-hmm. two, you know, titanic rivals. So the big free agent Kojima's out there. Theoretically, he could sign with anybody. He goes with Sony. So what I'm curious, what I'm genuinely curious of, and I do want to ask Phil Spencer next chance I get, is did Microsoft 
uh, try to get in on the negotiations at all? Mm-hmm. Did Microsoft they, try to sign him? They must have. Yeah. Like, he did get overseas offers. He didn't specify <coughs> yeah. from yeah. where, but so that, that means that's all I'm curious He's about. had a great relationship with Sony for so long. This isn't surprising to me. Like, I mean, Metal Gear was a... Metal Gear no. solid yeah. one through four yeah. plus Peace Walker. Yeah, yeah. you guys Sony got a long running. Yeah. But that nevertheless, it. it's not, you know... If Microsoft makes a good enough offer, you never know. Maybe you know if they, a good enough financial offer, creative freedom offer. Maybe He's, maybe yeah. he says, "Sure, Microsoft, I'll sign with you guys." So I'm just curious. I'm not accusing, and mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not suggesting Microsoft is asleep at the wheel. I just literally was wondering. If, I wonder yeah. if Microsoft countered, get it, got in on yeah. this at all before. Uh, and obviously, it's it's Kojima's decision to make. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Shuhei tweeted back at me. <laughs> At, at which the end of Worldwide Studios at Sony PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- this is this is the internet took his thing complete. I think completely the wrong way. I I did not. Well, so he as says, evident by Shuhei's response. Afterward. Right. Hi Ryan. Why would that be your first thought? Do you love Microsoft so much? Which again, the internet went was like, oh, sick yeah. burn. What's the, fa- the face guy? And as, yeah. <laughs> and as someone who like knows Shuhei pretty well, he's like the sweetest, nicest man. Yeah. No, that, so, dude, that yeah. was not a like shots fired. Yeah, thing. he's no. not like an ice cold killer. So, he, he, <laughs> so yeah, it turned out after uh, I replied, and uh, actually a couple of kind people also replied to mm-hmm. Shu to sort of. So he he literally he just he, he didn't know who I was, which is fine. We've never met. I have yet mm-hmm. to have the pleasure of actually meeting him in person. Uh, so. I, I just told him, I tweeted back, I said, uh, I've, no disrespect intended, I've covered Xbox for 13 years, so my mind naturally wonders if MS tried to sign this mm-hmm. big free agent. Mm-hmm. And it was totally fine. It was totally <laughs> fine from there. That literally should have been he the said, he said, So he said, sorry, Ryan, I was not aware of that. Forgive me for my yeah. ignorance. I said, no need to apologize. <laughs> I hope to meet you soon. I'd love to interview you about your career similar to this. And I put a link to the uh, Unlock 201 oh, yeah. mm-hmm. with the Xbox boss. Because I would oh, love really to sit good. down. Yeah. I would love to sit down and, and talk to Shu for an hour. Yeah about his his career at PlayStation. That would be fascinating to me. And he actually said, I listened to that episode and totally enjoyed it. It was an epic, which was super flattering. Aww. I said, thank you. Your kind words are greatly appreciated. Perhaps I will get the chance to do a similar interview with one, with you one day. Cheers. And he wrote back, you bet, thumbs up. <laughs> So uh, can I just see the GIF responses from other Twitter users? <laughs> <laughs> I filtered those out. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it, it's the unfortunate thing about this. Uh, it was a super pleasant exchange, obviously, and it's it's completely fine that he has, he has no idea who I was and thus why well, I would. Right, like not knowing that, if you're Shuhei Yoshida, you look at like this guy at IGN and you see him going, why didn't Microsoft do it? And in a vacuum... It's a really weird thought. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. knowing your experience and where you come from and you host this podcast, like, total makes sense. Like, yeah, my, isn't a yeah, piece of even Like, we were talking about it, and that was one right. of the questions we brought up when you were like, man, it's really, like, we were talking about it in the office, yeah. like, before mm, yeah. this all happened. And you were like, man, like, did Microsoft pick up the phone? Like, they totally did. Well, it sort of came up in our interview with Kojima. Like, you probably weren't getting one offer, right? Like, this wasn't the only opportunity you got. Yeah, yeah. And he was very clear. Like, yes, I got other offers. Yeah, a he got a lot of, of he's a lot of dates of the prom. <laughs> the, the, the popular the pro- girl. Uh, his hit game in 2019 is called The Prom. <laughs> <laughs> it's Coming a mix of Silent Hills and, and, and Metal Gear Solid. Totally it is know. adorable. You think his game is coming out in the next four years? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a PS5 game. Guaranteed. Yeah. But in Guaranteed. any case, I mean, if you do... Uh, yeah, Kojima made the decision that he was most comfortable with, and that's great. I mean, it. Uh, uh, but you do... Again, the... 
you you do have to step back if you're if you're an Xbox fan and you're you know you're you want great games on your console and you do step back and you go well Street Fighter Five, Shenmue Three, and now Kojima's next thing. It's like man, like is it is the leadership at Microsoft making a making you know do they, do they have uh, skin in the game on this or are they sort of just sticking to their own organic like we're just going to grow our own right. stuff strategy and it's this is not a criticism i'm just i am curious yeah, like, i, I want to ask way. i we are i'm due for i need to talk to phil again because <laughs> there's so to. many new things that that have come up but uh yeah of course the internet took it in all completely like the wrong do, yeah. worse mm-hmm. ways but yeah it's uh it's a it's an interesting question to ask and yeah i just uh you know and there it's legitimate also to to think uh well you know, Kojima's a guy whose games cost a lot of money, and is the is the return on that going to be worth the money involved? Particularly when it's only on one platform. Mm-hmm. Like if if Microsoft had signed him, and they say, "Well, we got to give him this much money and this much budget and this much staff, and it's going to take this long." Mm-hmm. Like, man, are we going to be able to sell enough copies on our? Okay, I guess they'd put it out for PC too. But like, mm-hmm. are we going to be able to get enough to make this worth it? So, and maybe they decided that it wasn't. Maybe they did talk to Kojima and. Weighed the options and went. Well, I don't think we're going to make a big offer here. Yeah, you know. If but you look, if you look at the other games that have done, Police Not, Zone of the Enders, um, Marty, Snatcher, you, yeah, Snatcher, and Metal Gear. So the big question on everybody's mind is probably: Is he doing stealth action, or is he doing one of the other sort of projects that he's done? What you if know. you did a portable game about vampires? You had to take <laughs> out side. Oh my god, I forgot about Boktai. No one wants. To if I were making a random no. dumb prediction, which mm-hmm. is what this show's all about, I think. He said all he has to say in the stealth action genre, and I think he'll do something else. Yeah. But will that be as successful as a game like Metal Gear? I don't think you he know. looks at it that way. I think yeah. he doesn't. Well, I he, bet his investors do. And of maybe course, that's of why course. Microsoft You're would right. have passed. You're right. You know? That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah, but I got to figure, because he, he'd been saying for the last two or three Metal Gears that the next Metal Gear was going to be the last Metal Gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's really, I mean, it. It is it is his last Metal Gear, but yeah, I hmm. maybe he maybe he will walk away from that genre now, yeah. saying, "Well, I've done I've done everything I want to do mm-hmm. in that genre." But yeah. maybe it's fate coming along and saying, "Like, hey, this is your chance to actually move on from Metal Gear." Possibly, yeah, yeah. It's interesting though. Like, part of me wonders if he's going to do what uh, you know, folks like Inafune and Igarashi did with uh, moving from Mega Man to Mighty Number no. Nine, or moving from Castlevania that's a possibility. To, to yeah, blood, what's it called? Blood, bloodstone, uh, blood devil, blood stain, no, no. blood stain, blood stain, blood stain, no. uh, yeah. blood stain. Thank you, Mitch. Igarashi, no. <laughs> past tense. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, and so I, I wonder if he's going to sort of try to, I don't know. I, I feel like Kojima was above the idea of getting back at his quote unquote getting back in an X. I super do not. You think agree so? With I don't. You. I don't know him. You know, so I, I've yeah. never met him. Dude. I, just, I, I hope this is not a. I'm going to do the same thing somewhere else, and hopefully it's more successful. I mean, because I think the guys, is, the guys is an auteur, like one of the most right. But but it, it's a perfectly okay human response to be like, "F you, I'm gonna I'm gonna make something." I mean, that's kind of. I doubt he is vindictive. I don't even think it's that. I don't think it's vindiction. I think it is he wanted to make, like, whatever Kojima's ideal game yeah. is, is the game he wants to make. And if he's a Konami and they're saying no, and the conversation Kojima is having now is, I need to be somewhere I'm comfortable. PlayStation gives me that. I need to, that's the environment I need right, right. now. Like, those turns of phrases make me think that, you know, he was stifled. He didn't get what he wanted, which, you know, could be interpreted any number of ways given sure. he wants- he's a creative director and auteur mm-hmm. who's probably got an iron grip on his project. Still, 
that guy wants to do something that he wasn't able to do. Now he's able to do it. Is he going to do that? Or is he going to apply that ambition to another kind of project? He wanted creative freedom is what we're thinking. Big time. Yeah, definitely. And, like, if you were constrained the way, you know, Konami was uh, constraining him, then <laughs> it's great that he got out. I don't it's know if he was really constrained, excited. though, because that <laughs> game took, like, six years to make. And it's well, huge. Yeah, well, for that yeah. one. But they're probably like, no, you can't do Zone of the Enders. You can't do these other weird games that you've been doing. You have to do Metal Gear because we know it's a cash cow. And that we've seen yeah. that Kojima has been... Konami has been moving that way for a long time, yeah. like with well, their gambling. I mean, you know, it, it could have been and, as yeah. simple as uh, Kojima-san. We, I'm playing Konami right now. Mm-hmm. The, the, your Metal Gear Five is costing this so price. many millions of dollars. This is it. The next, your next game, we can't. You know, we got, we're gonna we're gonna have to cut the budget back and. And that maybe that's where we don't know where the sticking mm. point, you know, the the, the point of there, no return for their divorce happened. Having read it some could stuff, be anything. there was a lot of friction between him and the the like head of of uh, Konami. Yeah. So I I would not be surprised if that was part of it. I, I mean, what I think will be interesting is okay, so because I've talked to developers, and it's in some cases developing for well, in a lot of cases developing for one platform is way easier because mm-hmm. you don't have to factor in all these different. Skews and uh, tech, you know, tech trees effectively. So, you know, if he's starting a new studio, it, it might make more sense for him to sign he, to sign with just do one platform. And he's mm-hmm. chosen PlayStation Four. I wonder, you know, he, they spent years and a lot of money building the proprietary Fox engine, which co- which Konami is now applying to other things. But so they own that. Konami yeah, owns yeah. that. So, yeah, will they license – will Kojima license Unreal 4 or one of the other engines out there? Or, oh, yeah. or will one of the things his new studio does is take a lot of time and resources to, to build a new, a new engine for whatever yeah. he makes? We, I mean, it's going to be Unreal or a new engine. The dude, the dude <clears throat> loves graphics. Yeah. Which yes. is like a weird thing to say, but the dude yeah. loves graphics. So um, I imagine it's going to be Unreal and not a new engine. I would, would, susp- I would put my Japanese money on that, Every Japanese dev too. is adopting Unreal. There's something yeah, I mean, to that Final new Fantasy, engine. Kingdom Hearts, like these are I all mean, like, you Street go Fighter. back uh, yeah. Lost Odyssey for the th- yeah. Xbox 360, which was you know all fully Japanese developed. That was that was Unreal. Yeah, that was one the, time as well. The Sakaguchi games. Yeah, Th- this is really exciting that Sony got this, but we won't know if it's a success until he releases this game because it could be oh, something yeah, that doesn't. Re- it could be something that totally doesn't resonate with the audience. Yeah, you know, and that is the risk Sony is running. So maybe Microsoft kind of got lucky and didn't invest a huge well, chunk of change. It's, it's quite know. possible. But in the short term, it's definitely, it's another PR win for Sony. Feather in their cap. It is absolutely, yeah. you know, where it's like, hey, PlayStation fans, boom, we got Kojima. Mm-hmm. So it's... They've been all about that, like, playing to the hardcore fan base. And, yeah, to, to perfection. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's a strategy that's clearly been paying off when mm-hmm. you look at the, the numbers on, you know, 30 million units yeah. sold. Think about, like, the world in which when all of these games come out, like... The Last Guardian, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Shenmue Three, Kojima's new game. Man, that looks good. Yes. <laughs> that looks so good. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's, it, I, it's not surprising that, that it didn't take Kojima long to sign somewhere. It's not that surprising that he went, that he went to PlayStation, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely curious to ask Phil next chance I get what uh, – well, I'll be curious if he'll, if he'll comment at all about – Kojima, and if if they if they went in after him at all, I would ninety nine percent say that phone was they, they had a conversation. There's no way they didn't. I couldn't imagine yeah. that they didn't. It'll be cool to hear it from yeah. him. Yeah, once when we get the chance. All right, uh, other international affairs. Gearbox. 
Oh, Canada. One of the one of the world's most successful. It's our home and native. It's wood. a song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a song. <laughs> that's. I think that sells it a little short, yeah. don't you? I, uh, Almost so, an anthem, one would say. <laughs> Just a jingle. Gearbox is one of the most uh, the most successful and largest independent developers in the world. They they continue to be privately owned and operated. They do not answer to a publisher. They, 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 in fact, publish their own games at times, uh, in the cases of, like, Homeworld and other little things they own. They are branching out from Dallas. They're opening a studio in Quebec, mm-hmm. joining literally the rest of the industry in opening a studio in Quebec. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is interesting. They, they do, do so. They announced this just a, a week, if, if even a week, after Bethesda did the same thing, yeah, which we Montreal. talked about on last week's show. What do you guys think they're going to get up to up there at, at Gearbox Studio Quebec? Mobile. Yeah. You think so? Yep. Yeah. Guaranteed. Like Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I think that the tax breaks and the bonuses you get for making games in Montreal, right. in, in, in Quebec, Quebec yes. uh, <laughs> most of them are in Montreal, in Quebec are so tremendous that if you can make a successful mobile game with those tax breaks and bonuses, you are golden. And mm-hmm. those will fund things like Borderlands 3 yeah. and a new yeah. Brother in Arms games. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think, I, I think they're, I think Gearbox proper in Plano or Dallas is yeah. 100% mm-hmm. focused on Borderlands 3. I mean, launching uh, Battleborn and then Borderlands going 3. full steam yeah, or whatever the next yeah. battle uh, Borderlands is called. Um, yeah, I would be surprised if this studio bulked up enough to actually be helming another AAA like console release. I think yeah, this also, is going to be an auxiliary studio. Could I think. also be like a 2K Australia thing where maybe they work on a off year game and they're like co developers with Gearbox mm. on whatever. Sure, Gearbox is also expanding into like a whole new office just in in Texas. It's yeah. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I, the concepts were gorgeous. Anyway, so, so. I, I actually completely respectfully disagree with you guys. I think that Gearbox How owns. Dare you. <laughs> How monster. <laughs> if this is the internet, we'll just yell at each other now. Uh, I think that the fact that they Gearbox owns Duke Nukem outright, and they've said that they there was sort of a concept floating around for a like a Duke re like a Duke Begins was what, what was what was mentioned. They've talked about. Uh, Randy has said, "Oh yeah, we we're gonna make Brothers in Arms. We just have to find the right way to to do that." I I do not think this will be a mobile thing. I think these guys. Will be. T- I agree with you, Marty. That that the head, the Dallas headquarters is 100% Borderlands Three. Mm-hmm. They're going to go. That is what their the, the mothership will will handle. Yeah. I think these guys are either going to do. I think Quebec will either work, be working on Duke Nukem or uh, Brothers in Arms. Mm-hmm. That is that is my take. That that series has just been quiet for so long. Both of those. Oh, you of know, course. Franchises. I'd be, but and but, Duke Nukem does he really have a place in in gaming today? Yes. Like he's just such an antiquated character. The last game was so bad. You well, know, that the last game it was did, a, did a lot to ruin Duke Nukem's name. Nah, I would disagree. I mean, Duke Nukem Forever was a museum piece. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was a it was like playing video game history. Mm-hmm. You didn't expect it to be great. You kind of expected it to be bad, mm-hmm. and just playing it was a was a unique and memorable experience. For like, what other game have you or will you ever play that was in development for thirteen years? Yeah, you know, it was a. If you haven't played Duke Nukem Forever, play it. It's really interesting. You can almost see like where some stuff, like some of the jokes, are really old, and some mm-hmm. of the, and then the newer jokes that were clearly written <laughs> for yeah, more for recently. Us. But yeah, I mean. 
why, if you're Gearbox, an independent studio that's, again, you answer to no one, you can do whatever you want, you're, you own Brothers in Arms and you own Duke Nukem. Do they own you Duke just, Nukem? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to sit on those for another, you know, five, six years while you make... Uh, well, you just a- until after Borderlands is mm-hmm. three is done. I, 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 I think just, they're going to do something with them. I don't know how they invest in a Duke Nukem game and come out ahead. I just I don't think people are going to buy it. It's regarded as a, one of the biggest disasters in gaming history, you know. And it was it was really really bad PR for them for so long. Well, like, but not I, for it's the, almost no, no, they, it's see, almost better for them to squash that IP, I, which companies. Do. I actually disagree. I think I don't think Gearbox had. I actually think that Gearbox had good PR. From Duke Nukem because they came in, they're the ones like the they project did was dead, yeah, and they came in and funded it and finished it. So they, there was like, hey, it was like, thank you for like the game wasn't that good, but uh-huh. you know everyone was so curious mm-hmm. to like thank you for finishing yeah. this so we could see it. I see where you're coming from there. I think that that was initially what happened. Then afterwards, it was just like, this is trash. It's like Colonial Marines, right? Like, look back at Gearbox's track record. Borderlands is cool, but man, like Colonial Marines and Duke Nukem, like, regardless of. That's that's fair. Like, regardless of how it happened, that is the game that came out that was, like, regarded poorly, and, like, uh, both Nukem and uh, Aliens. Yeah. Like, both of them came out, were regarded poorly, and that is just, like, on their resume now. True. So Ryan, to, to kind of counterpoint yeah. off, so you think Duke Nukem and Brothers in Arms, of right? One of them. I, I don't think Quebec will be large enough to, Please, to handle Brothers both, but I think it's, I, and I think, I agree, Mitch, I think Please. Brothers in Arms is the far more likely of those because, and the reason is, uh, besides the fact that a flinched Duke Nukem would be weird. Or <laughs> I, I can't even, I don't even know how to no, blend those bad. two. That was not strange. French Duke Nukem. That bad. was so weird. Yeah. Uh, I think Randy Pitchford would want to personally oversee that I agree with. Duke Nukem because yeah, it's yeah. that's his, you know, he that was how his career started. Yeah. He bought it. So I, I do my money would be on Brothers in Arms out of Quebec. Okay, I can see that. I I think realistically, just thinking about what they're doing right now as a company, I think Mitch is right. It's mobile. I think it's gonna be Borderlands three tied somehow, or what's Battleborn. It's entirely possible. Battleborn's their new game that they're yeah. they're really doubling down on that game. I feel like the community is pretty lukewarm on it, unfortunately. For the moment. For the moment. I mean, we'll see when it comes out. But you have Overwatch, which is such a superior experience. Well, you and don't it, know it, that. I mean, the, the games well, ba- aren't out yet. Don't say that. Based on what I've... The beta experience. I'm, spe- I'm, I'm speaking of what I've heard from the community. Okay. The community is pretty lukewarm on Battleborn. They're comparing it to this Blizzard property. Which is fair. Wh- which is fair. And... You know, that's really risky for them. But Gearbox really believes in Battleborn. Mm-hmm. And I think they're opening this studio to do some sort of companion experience for that property. Entirely likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? EA is opening new stuff as well. <sighs> Peter Moore is going to head up a competitive gaming division, an esports division, not unlike what Activision just announced a month or so ago. We got everybody, everybody, uh, Doing the same thing. <laughs> Armageddon, deep impact op- of our time. Yeah, op- we got whether you're opening qu- Canadian studios or you're or you're uh, the you're e-sport. starting esports divisions. Yeah. Peter Moore will head this up. Battlefield, Madden, FIFA, and other unspecified games will lead their own quote global esports competitions. I'm curious, Mitch. You're very much plugged into the esports community. Yeah. Uh, which I. Appreciate because I'm not. So I, Mostly I, I rely right? on your knowledge. Mostly. Yeah. Love Counter Strike. Genuine question, not yeah. trolling. Uh-huh. 
Do you think? I mean, you got the two biggest publishers in the gaming industry that have both that are both really putting a lot of money into this. Seemingly, do you think esports is a permanent part of the video game industry's future, or do you think it's going to be kind of a, a five-year fad that eventually goes away? I don't think it'll be a fad, but I think that worst-case scenario, this will be like a decade-long thing that everyone puts a lot of money into yeah. and then either does or doesn't work out and fizzles out or continues to just explode. Well, they, right now it is not slowing down. Right they now. see what's happening with Dota and MOBAs, basically. The Everybody question, wants a piece of that pie. Yeah, the question is, though, like, Halo has been around in the esports genre for a long time. Fighting games have been around yep. for a long time. Evo's lovely. Is EA going to be able to figure out with these properties something that works and makes them enough money to maintain? I think it's going to take a very specific kind of effort. Right mm -hmm. now they're saying Madden, FIFA, Battlefield, and more. Yeah, mm-hmm. Madden, FIFA, and Battlefield are not made to be esports games. Yeah. They are multiplayer games that people love, but they're not like pro competitive. And there, there are Battlefield tournaments via like ESL, but it's very small. These mm -hmm. are not Counter Strike, StarCraft, Dota, League of Legends style things, because the successful esports games, the success, like the biggest competitive games with the big prize pools and the teams that really, really want to play are the games that are engineered from the bottom up to be competitive games. Mm -hmm. And Definitely. not competitive like you and I are playing against each other, but competitive as in this is made for competition in a, in a big scale. Halo, SOCOM, Call of Duty, those were like early games. That, yeah, but that even kinda... then, like Halo wasn't built for spectators or casters or mm -hmm. events. It was with or three. Lobbies or whatever, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Like they That's when we started there. to get into it, yeah. Yeah, and we're starting to see it more. Like Rainbow Six, they sort of did it. Like they, I don't they, think Rainbow Six is a great example, but I know what you're saying. Right, like they, Ubisoft is also in this territory. Yes, like they put forth an effort that is very specifically trying to get the attention of someone like me, who's mm -hmm. like, I like competitive games. Oh, this game has a spectator mode that lets me have a unique camera perspective, and I can follow the action with casters giving me breakdowns of each team, and I can mm -hmm. kind of understand what's going on. But League and Dota, and you see with Heroes and StarCraft and you're going to see it with Overwatch. Like, these games are meant to be played. Like, the basis of this game is we want people to play it, of course, but we also want them to watch it. Mm -hmm. And everything about those games revolves around that. So EA, what EA needs, and they, Peter Moore suggested that this is something they are going to do, is they need a game built from the ground up that is competitive, that is for esports. Mitch, didn't EA have a game at their press conference at E3 last year that was a MOBA, and didn't Dawn they cancel Gate, it? Dawngate was canceled. Yeah. Because they, don't, they want out of the PC free-to-play space. Huh. So I don't know where these games fit. I don't know if it's going to be free-to-play console. I don't know if it's going to be a $60 retail that they upgrade every two years. If it's going to be a game that releases once, like Counter-Strike, you pay 20 bucks, now, it gets upgraded over time for free. Do you think, you know, we, we've long talked about, like, what, the day will one day come where sports games turn, they stop, become, they, they, they cease to be $60 annual releases and instead turn into monthly fee services Which that are continually not, updated. not remotely in Electronic Arts' interest right now. Like, talking but, to Peter Moore, they're very clearly like, this is going to happen every year. Okay. Like, there will be a FIFA but 16 event. Do there you think that this, the, 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 this eSports initiative could hasten that, where, where they do transform FIFA and Madden and NHL uh, into into subscription-based services rather than $60 annual releases. What I would like is for that to happen in a way that lets both exist concurrently. Like, alongside FIFA 17, they release, you know, FIFA whatever, the eSports game. Right. And that is the FIFA game that, separate from, like, roster changes and stuff, like, you don't, like, when you're playing FIFA competitively, you don't care about whether you're playing Manchester or Chelsea. You don't care because 
we're Cloud9 and we're yeah. playing together. Yeah. And it's about our skill, not the stats of the players. And I think that what you're going to see is a, a FIFA game and a Madden game and a Battlefield game and a, something else that exists for that. It exists uh, to exist over time, to be updated concurrently with the annual releases. So you'll get your FIFA 17 with the big roster updates and the but championships. Like Madden Pro, FIFA Pro. Right, and, like, and mm -hmm. like you don't have to... Like Maybe that would be the, subs the subscription thing that you pay for mm -hmm. month over month. Um, but I think it has to exist alongside the annual games that they will make millions on would every they, year. Would they roll those potential subscription-based games into EA Access? To grow that service, mm, yeah, that's a big gamble. Like I think that whatever EA Sports or the EA Esports is going forward will be its own thing. Yeah. It will not be related to EA Access, especially because Access is only on Xbox. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. They own Star Wars, right? Surprise, Star the, Wars. The video on. game rights to Star Wars. Yeah. Yes. Surprise, that's not on here. It would be really cool if Battlefront Two is made to be competitive like this. Right. Well, if I made a Stoba. <laughs> <laughs> I've wanted a Star Wars MOBA for so I know long. You have. <laughs> you, Star Tours online battle arena? Yeah. <laughs> did, did they, you said Stoba, so <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? Did they purchase Bioware? Like, I don't know yeah. if is Bioware yeah, 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 a partner own or own. No, they're no, wholly own. owned. It's so like yeah. Mass Effect's been in development for a long time. They experimented with multiplayer already yep. well, with Mass Effect 3. PvE, well, though. That was not no nothing PvP. Well, yeah, like I said, it was an experiment with 3. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're thinking of for Andromeda. It's possible. I don't know. They're Wishful super open thinking. about Like, Peter Moore told me they're very open about uh, competitive gaming modes. And features are going to be part of the deadlines and milestones for developers. Yeah. So if you're like if you're making Battlefield Five and your esports mode is not up to snuff by this date, like you have, you have a problem. This is part yeah. of your game now. Mm -hmm. That's uh, an alarm. Pretty song. That's a Brian Altano jam <laughs> <laughs> off his album Misanthrope. What if unravels an esports? Ooh, that would be the <laughs> there best. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Marty. <laughs> uh, I think I may have skipped ahead one. No, story. it's fine. They're both published by EA. It's Perfect. published by EA, so Perfect. it works better this way. Nailed it. Unravel's coming out. Woo! Coming out real soon. Yarny! Yarny <laughs> for life. We all got our Yarny tattoos. We love Yarny. Oh, Yarny. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't ever watch Where is your Yarny tattoo? <laughs> don't ever watch this video. Uh, did, did, are you unraveling your Yarny tattoo <laughs> right now? What's happening? Uh, definitely do not unravel. I wish that game would just come out already. <laughs> February 9th. All right. Boys what else is coming out that day? Uh, Firewatch. Yeah, that's Firewatch. That's two. Like oh, I want to play. I mean, fortunately, they'll both probably be fairly short. Yeah, so. I was gonna say I can play both those games that day. Yeah, I don't know about that. But <laughs> yeah. let's Challenge help. accepted. <laughs> there are the twenty-four hours has in a day. begun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Unravel's coming out February 9th. Uh, twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. Xbox One, PC, PS4. Stoked. Uh, it, legitimately, yeah, one so of good. our favorite things from E3 this so past amazing. year. Yeah. And every, every little glimpse they've shown us since then has been super wonderful, and the game looks like this really cute, creative puzzle platformer. Limbo-ish. Limbo-ish, totally limbo-ish. As limbo -ish. far as the gameplay. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, it plays really well. Ryan and I both yes. played it, I think, oh, 83. I'm so um, jealous. Yeah, really good. Don't be jealous. Just be so, excited to play it now. Like, don't yeah. watch anything else. Just I'm going to play it. Put it on your I list. I didn't watch the story trailer. Good. Mark your calendar for February 9th on that one. Public service announcement. Yeah. I hope that game sales is the thing of legends. You're really going to go out on that low note for 2015? Oh, wait. Is that the last news story? I thought yes, I had one more. Yes, because Marty skipped ahead, so it's fine. Ah, uh, all right. Whatever. You want to try again? No, that's all I got. <laughs> I give up. <sighs> How about it's a good thing Unravel's out in February because in the spring... That, no. That's not better. See? All of your segues make me want to... Huh? 
I, it was a Molyneux, and I'm not a Barbie. Oh, okay. Barf. Let's spring forward to the next topic. Fable hey, Fable got them. Fable's never coming out, guys. <laughs> never coming out. If yeah. you were wondering where Fable Legends went, uh, so was I. It, it, uh, was, I played it, so it, I haven't been, been wondering. It's been playable for a long time. It's, cool. been, it's been out there for a long time. And it sort of very quietly, it was originally part of the fall lineup. Uh, at least unofficially, if maybe even officially, but it is uh, back back in the oven for a little more baking time. Yeah, the ba- the public beta is now going to be spring 2016. So if you have been looking forward to Fable Legends, it's going to be a little while longer. Uh, there is a closed beta that's been ongoing. I'm not a part of it. I don't think media is a part of it in general. But basically, you can play the whole game right now. Well, because it is it's free. A it is beta. going to be free when it comes yeah. out. That's that's so you have no excuse not to try Fable yeah. Legends. Uh, it's buggy. Like every time I well, played it, you, they still when have when a. When was lot. the last time you played it? E3. To be fair, that's a long time ago. A few months ago, yeah. That's more than a few. That's like six months ago. Yeah, that's a lot of time to fix. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like. To, I'm just saying it's not ready. I understand why it's spring because I, like it's not stable. It I th- ri- yeah. I thought the game was fine. It's just not the Fable game I want. Like, and and I'm in the, the same boat. Right the game I, wasn't like offensively bad or anything. Of course it just not. Wasn't. I don't know. Alana, uh, Alana Pierce brought up in the office uh, the other day. She was like, "How great would it be if this comes out?" And they're like, "Oh, and by the way, this is just the multiplayer version of Halo Four or of uh, Fable Four, <laughs> and here's Fable Four, yeah. and like all of a sudden there's a Fable Four on the horizon." I'm like, "Oh, that'd be really nice. Um, How great would that be?" Man, that would be really awful. <laughs> Why I would really I, like dude, it would, obviously Fable you, Four would be great, but for you want like, By the way, it's part of this other thing that you really wanted. It's like, well, then just give me that. Yeah. I don't. I. It's stop being hopeful, Marty. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. Answer the your emails on your new fancy. The one thing video games need is more pessimism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just bring a little Yuletide joy to the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I again. I yeah. I agree with Marty. I, ever since I first, I've, I'm still having a difficult time because I'm such a Fable fan. I've I continue to I I'm honest I, I like I will not be reviewing Fable Legends because I I don't think I'm I'm not currently capable of yeah of good. really giving it a a the fair shake a fair shake in the sense of I mean I I could for my job but I just I I'm with you I just don't it's what I've seen so far is not I wish it had another name besides Fable on it because what yeah. what's there is interesting but because it's Fable, I have certain expectations, which what I've played hasn't it, met yet. Yeah, I look at it, and I think that's going to be a big PR problem for Ugh. them. I, I mean, the, yeah. you know, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's going to be a, a messaging challenge. What do they expect out of this game at this point? Like, what do they expect? That's a good to question. Do? I mean, it's because it's free. I mean, we don't know what the the of course will inevitably be a monetization plan for it. I mean, the, it is kind of one of the first major games due out that's uh, cross-play Windows 10 and Xbox mm-hmm. One. And, uh, yeah, and it's like that, and it being a first-party, free-to-play multiplayer game is like yeah. super admirable to me. Definitely. But Absolutely. It's just not the game I want. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Every, every time we talk about this game on the show, we're all just kind of like, eh. And that's, well, a, that's a bummer because it's yep. Fable. Yeah, Fable. I, should, we should be like, oh my god, a new Fable game! I want to play if with they the puppy. If, yeah, yeah. if they announce Fable yeah. Four tomorrow, I would be over the moon. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would be over the moon excited. But we'll we'll see what happens with Lead. I will try it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. It's free. There's no reason not to. I'm not going to review it. We'll find a, a, a sort of someone with no deep emotional <laughs> attachment to yeah. it. Yeah. To uh, to put it through its paces, but anyway. 
Spring 2016 for that. Mitch Dyer, tell us one last time in 2015 if there's anything out there we should be spending or could be spending our money on. There are no retail games in a shocking twist of events. However, Ark Survival Evolved is on Xbox Game Preview for Ooh, $35. So, first of all, there's a couple things here. Okay. There's a couple things. Number one, this is Xbox Game Preview. They announced this at E3. This is effectively Steam Early Access for Xbox. This is awesome. This is great to see Xbox get into this and start to do this because it, it will get you playing games earlier. You'll be involved in feedback of, of helping shape the games a little bit. Uh, secondly, Mitch, I can tell you because I actually wrote this story, that the $35, uh, that's all you'll ever pay. So as the game it's like Minecraft. Pro- progresses yeah. through game preview and gets more features added to it, you're paying the $35. When it's ultimately done and out, it's due out in June. So it's not, it's, it's a, this is quite an early access. It might be 60 bucks, but you, you can get in on it, you know, in its unfinished mm-hmm. state for 35 now if you want to. So that's the cool part. It's here, the Minecraft right? model. Yes. Pay once, never again. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, were you with me? I streamed this game on PC. I've still never played it. We're, no, so we're streaming it actually now. Yeah, now we're <laughs> playing it. Uh, it'll be over by the time this podcast goes up, but we'll have streamed the Xbox preview version that's out today on IGN. So look for the archive of that on IGN or on YouTube. Uh, I am thoroughly fascinated by this game. I had an awesome time in the two hours that I spent streaming it when it when it first came out on Early Access Everyone for PC. Everyone tells me I love it. It's Rust with it's, Dinosaurs. It, yes. No, no more needs to be said, really. But but Rust. But dinosaurs. <laughs> Rusty dinosaurs. It's my new band. It's my favorite good band. position. <laughs> that's a, Whoa. That's a rusty trombone. <laughs> I don't even want to know what a rusty dinosaur is. What else is going on, Mitch? Oh, Let's get man. me out of here. Battle High 2A Plus is a real video game name that you can purchase for $5. And also, maybe there will be a video game in there. King's Quest Chapter 2 is $10. These episodes are $10? Apparently. Yeah, they're, they're long, though. They're, they're like yeah. six, seven hours long. That's, oh, that's a lot. that's awesome. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Never mind. That's great. Uh, people like King's Quest. I still need to play it. I haven't tried, but it looks great. 6180 The Moon. Never real, heard of it. Real yeah, game name. news to me, too. $4 on Xbox Live. Halo 5's Cartographer's Gift is out today. That comes with Forge. Yes. And, which is great. Yes, new Forge. Arena and Warzone maps. Uh, and it's free. You can just download it now if you have Halo 5. It's Halo yours. 5 continues. The, the best parts of Halo 5 continue to get better. Yeah, How absolutely. How awesome is that? Um, so great. I'm going to try to do this without goofing it this time. You got this, Mitch. December, Games with Gold. For the month of December, you can get The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing for free as a gold subscriber. That's now. So, and starting, now you can get that now. Starting December 16th. Which is today. That's right now. You can get Thief for Xbox One for free until January 15th. Uh, you can no longer get that game anymore. Castle Storm's Castle over. Storm's Sorry, gone. I didn't. Should have Easy. Uh, you can get Sacred 3 until the end of the month on Xbox 360, as well as Operation Flashpoint Dragon Rising, which is a cool, very yes. hard first-person shooter. Hardcore, one-shot, one-kill kind of game. Big open space missions, outdoor. Kind of old-school Ghost Recon-ish. Yeah. I like I did this it. game. You did it, Mitch. Good stuff. <laughs> Will you also be able to clinch the trophy? We're going to find out right after this. Unlock the lock. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah! I'm holding it. 
I encourage you to watch the video episode this week because this segment could be <laughs> super visually interesting, depending if these guys cry, if they punch each other. If I don't you know what might ravels. <laughs> Bring it back on ravel. It's on uh, this as long as it's above the waist unraveling, not yeah. below. Top half yarny. So if you haven't seen what the amazing Dookie trophy looks like yet, please take a look at the uh, video episode this week. I'm holding it in my hand. It is a glorious trophy of the original Duke uh, original Xbox controller with the IGN logo stamped on it and the inscription "The Dookie" written on it. It is now going to be awarded. It has been you've you've been have to stare at it for the last year here on the middle of the table, and now it shall be one of yours. Mitch Dyer leads by one point in this Ooh, year's this year's because uh, he phoned in. Mitch, yeah, buddy. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Let's figure out what happens after Time to this let it question. go, Destin. All right. So. <laughs> well, because you have other questions here, just in case. In case. One of them is the 2014 question. That's true. We do need the 2014 tiebreaker. <clears throat> Our winner this week, who's going to get himself, if he wants, I've got a copy of Star Wars Battlefront Play for that Xbox game. One. It's fun. Yeah. If he doesn't want it, I've got plenty of codes, thanks to all the you kind folks generously donating uh, Gears of War one through judgment Xbox 360 codes. I even gave some codes because I'm good. <laughs> so yeah, yes, got true. judgment. I'm Thank good to you go. To yeah. all of you who have donated those codes, it's a very topical prize to have this week. So yeah, Jordan, who's from the Maritimes in Canada, Mitch, where is that? East, east side. Very very east. <laughs> Super uh, east. This is a great question. Nova Scotia, probably. I I actually knew this one. So and Marty, you're claiming you knew you got this one. No problem too. You and I are out of the running. However, mm. we're not. <laughs> I think I got it. So we'll see. It's this. Uh, again, Jordan from the Maritimes up in Canada. Thank you. You've won a prize. Gears of War's third-person cover-based game style was influenced by which of these games? Now, this is something that Cliffy B has publicly, Cliff Blazinski has publicly acknowledged as an influence on Gears. So this is, this is a legit question. So which of these was the big Gears of War influence? Max Payne, Kill Switch, True Crime, Streets of L.A., SOCOM. What does nobody remember? Winback? So that's that was my thing, is the real answer to this is Winback. <laughs> yeah. Winback was an N64 PS2 game. It was uh, real bad. It was real bad, but Winback was pretty much responsible for Kill Switch B, which is the correct answer. That is also game that had third person cover fire. What I said. Mitch, you got it. Kill Switch, Marty Kill Switch, Destin. Kill Switch. Oh, Kill Switch. so that means Losing out of high. Oh, wait, hold on. Are yeah. you sure you want to go with Kill Switch because by agreeing with Mitch, you can't win, even if he's like right or wrong. Like it's impossible for you to win. It is kill switch, but Mitch, <laughs> I wanted to propose this to you. Uh-huh. Uh, I to propose to you. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, see positivity. No, seriously, I, like I wanted to ask you, like, because people had such a hubbub about you calling in, do you still want to do the lightning round anyway? Who had a hubbub about you calling in? Like the internet. <laughs> yeah. That's were a people lot upset the about that? There were, there were a couple of people that were real mad that I phoned in. <laughs> they, Why? They, they take probably just right very It's probably just destined on alt accounts. That's do, true. Do you want to do that, or do you want to be scared? And, uh, oh! oh! <laughs> and just take, take the cheap win. So it's a fair and square win. I set the rules. So, and like, I said, yeah. Why did, couldn't I call in all you year? You never called You me. never said I could. I and didn't then say all of a sudden, when it was close... I will relinquish this guaranteed victory <laughs> and take Destin on in the line. Okay, all right. okay, so all right. you guys are all... We're all correct. It was Kill Switch. All right. Therefore, Mitch is seeding the call-in point, mm-hmm. which brings us back <laughs> to a tie. <sighs> 
I only have, I printed two. I'm going to okay. have to get more. Oh, right. man. 2014 tiebreaker's got to happen later if we tie. <clears throat> so. How's this going to work? I mean, shouldn't it just be one right. question? Okay, yeah, shouldn't yeah. Shouldn't this have just to... be the... Well, yeah, there, I'm not going to show this to you because this has the answer on it. I'm going to read right. it. You guys are going to hear it for the first time. This is hard, and it's... Oh, man. I, there's no way I would have gotten this, but... Maybe you guys have better memories than me. All right, Dustin, let's do this. <laughs> Kevin from South Elgin, He's Illinois. Just staring at the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> I want this. <laughs> Sorry. Let's put it a little Sorry. closer to me. Maybe it'll give me good luck. <laughs> You'll need it. Uh, so, by the way, I'll, I'll get these. I'll get. I'll get a prize for this person too. Kevin from South Elgin, Illinois. This is a good one. Uh, if you guys remember, the <laughs> darkness. It's a fantastic Xbox 360 game. Spooky the follow-up to the Chronicles of Riddick from renowned developer Starbreeze. There were in-game TVs in the darkness that played got it. actual... I already got uh -oh. it. Let me just verbalize you the answer this? to you. Uh, let me just verbalize the answer to you and What win. movie based on a classic novel can be seen on a television screen <laughs> inside the Xbox 360 yeah. game The Darkness? So, uh... You guys are just going to write down what, letters. Right, what okay. movie what based movie? on I a mean, classic... If Fitch already knows it, like... What, what movie based on a classic Give TV Justin series? Give Dustin the answers. Yeah. Give him a fighting chance. Okay. <laughs> you, you want me to read the question yeah, one more yeah. time? Okay. So, do you remember in the darkness? I do. There were there were uh, this was like a news item. There mm. they light. There was like uh, uh, what's the term? Uh, rights free. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, oh, uh, uh, Christ. Yeah. Movies that have gone. Uh, uh, public domain. Free. Public, public domain. Free. Yeah. Public domain movies that they just put on TV screens in the game. So, what movie based on a classic novel? Can be seen on a television screen inside the game, The Darkness. Okay. So like the in game televisions. <laughs> yeah. Was it The Grapes of Wrath, Moby Dick, Of Mice and Men, or To Kill a Mockingbird? To Kill a Mockingbird. Tequila. Yeah, that was a cool alcohol. You just, thing. Had, you just had a real good morning with I'm our gonna ask you to, I'm going to ask you to write down right, your right. answer. Mitch, I'm going to ask you to write down your answer. The oh, Dookie is on the line. I didn't know. All I, remember, I, I, I super remember this. All, my first answer was, oh, it's uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. And then I was like, that's the song they played. That's we can go pray. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong game. <laughs> Close. Awesome game. That was awesome the other long-haired guy. Both of them were Prey, cool Both Prey were cool is, games. Um, is fantastic. I the really multiplayer the in Prey, super cool because it does, it like messes with the MC Escher yeah. type stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that game was underrated. So the answer is not Don't Fear the Reaper by the Blue Oyster Cult because so, that was a wrong uh, video game. Destin, I'm gonna. You've both written down an answer. What did you write down, Destin? Uh, D. Is it absolutely to kill a mockingbird. Yeah. Okay, you're both correct. What? Okay. Did you, did you guess? Yeah. <laughs> we go. I had no clue. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, which makes sense uh, in that world? Yeah. Destin so, tied on estimation. Tied on knowledge. <laughs> Here we go. David Williams from uh, near my where I went to college, Tempe, Arizona. Shout David Williams asks, "This is a good one. This you got to know your timeline really well. Your oh boy. OG okay, Xbox okay. timeline. If you're uh, if you're on the audio podcast, sorry, our machine effed up. So <laughs> you might have missed a, a minute Watch there. The video. I, I got anyway, the time codes. David Williams writes in with this question. It's original Xbox. It's timing related. You got to know your timelines. Which of these games that were previously that they that debuted on another console?" Made it over to the Xbox first. So which of the games I'm about to mention okay. came to the original Xbox first? Grand Theft Auto 3. So not like first ever, but I'm saying all the least all the games others. premiered Re on different consoles. Which one of them came to the Xbox? First? Correct. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Grand Theft Auto 3, 
Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, Shenmue 2, Metal Gear Solid 2. Those did all come to the original Xbox. Which one came wow. first? Okay. Because GTA 3, of course, debuted on PlayStation 2, as did Metal Gear Solid 2, uh-huh. as did Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, and Shenmue 2 Dreamcast. Yes. Which, so of, which those... of these released on Xbox before the others? Before the other three. Okay. One more time with the list. Grand Theft Auto 3, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, Shenmue 2, Metal Gear Solid 2. I'll ask you, I'm torn. gentlemen, now to write down an answer. Yeah, this is both of us shooting completely in the dark. This is a I, hard question. The, there's, I definitely could have eliminated one myself if I were trying to answer this. But yeah, the otherwise, I think I could have narrowed it down to two, but I don't know if I would have gotten it right. I yeah, think I'm wrong. So, I'm Mitch, I'm going to go to you worried. first yeah. this time. I vividly remember Shenmue 2 being on my Xbox box when I bought it. So I think that one came before. GTA for sure. Definitely Metal Gear. Baldur's Gate is the one I'm not sure of, but I'm saying mm. Shenmue 2. GTA okay. came okay. only part of the trilogy, right? Yes. Yeah. Three. No. No. no, double pack. That was it. That yeah. and Vice City. Grand Theft Auto double pack oh, with okay. Vice and City. Then, yeah, and then yeah. San Andreas on its own. I, I said Baldur's Gate because it's a real old game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real old so, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, Grand Theft Auto 3, Legendary, needs no explanation. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance uh, was a fantastic action RPG when Diablo was nowhere near a console. God, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance yeah. was so good. Super Shenmue good. 2, obviously, a beloved, uh, mm-hmm. you know, open reason. world Dreamcast classes. <laughs> and Metal Gear Solid 2, it did, uh, came with, what was it, like 100 VR missions or something yeah, on the was, original uh, Xbox version? Subsistence. Thank you, yeah. yes. So we do have, one of you has one. Oh! One of you will take the trophy back to your desk for 2016 and gloat in the face of the other man. <laughs> Remember how this happened. <laughs> Mitch, you had a you had a lead for a lot of the year. It was yeah. neck and neck. Yeah. You're like a Regis We came back Philbin. to a tie. <laughs> Did it for us to be a millionaire. I'm getting nervous. Dude, I've been waiting all year for this. Know, Don't just know, let me have my moment. <laughs> Destin. Yeah. You've rallied back. You've kept the competition tight. You've forced overtime. <laughs> Being a big old baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The Dookie Trophy is not yours, Destiny! Oh, yeah! Suck it, man! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, such rage for a baby. (laughs) All right, here's the Dookie Trophy. I want to congratulate Destin Legary, our 2015 champion. Of unlock block trivia. It's gonna look so good we on the desk. We are hundred percent doing this again in 2016. <laughs> we need a 2014 tiebreaker. Well, hold on. Before I get to that, we'll get to that. Oh wait, I don't. Well, I'm gonna make something up for that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, we. So what I will ask now, as we head into a holiday break, this Dookie trophy is incredible. Should we ask the audience to make a new trophy? So I, I think it's can, perfect. I don't know it's, how you or should we just pass good. it back and I think forth? Being, uh, with should, oh, inscriptions? Yeah. You should sign it. And All right. Yeah, like there you go. We'll do that. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. So, Destin, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. You've done, done it. it. <laughs> <laughs> now, for 2014, we need a tiebreaker for it, last year. Bring me for luck. all three of you. Uh, where is my list? Here we go. Yeah. Okay. If I win this one, do I just write it twice? This has got to be a thing where no, no. This is this no. This is just for pride. That's for the. If if you're making this up on the spot, we should have to write down the answer without multiple choice because that'll be weird. Uh, 
He's racking his Yeah, I guess. Let's or you can do a number a number answer. Like a yeah, bar yeah, trivia yeah, for nice. tiebreakers where like how many units did the original or did the three sixty Right, yeah, yeah. And then it's and like whoever's, whoever's closest. closest. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that what the question was? No, I, mean, I, I made know. it up. Alright. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what was the question, right? All right. So, there's no question see here. What about uh He's racking deep. I, I'm, I've got writing. something, but I don't quite know how to phrase it. Let me see okay. here. Okay, okay, um, okay. Just whisper in my ear. How many fables have there been? <laughs> One, two. <laughs> All right. How about... Who, who developed and published one of my all-time favorite cult classic original Xbox games, Breakdown? Damn it, I knew that was going to be it. Oh, I knew you were gonna ask about breakdown. How did you know? You just oh, know me I, that because well. I know you love breakdown. I, I and it's like it's the answer is on the tip of my. So head. everybody writes something down. It was the same developer and publisher. Yeah, it's credited. It was an internal development team that wasn't singled out as like a development team name. Do they still exist. I cannot answer that question without potentially. Uh, I have like a you're like a uh, you're like a weird magical sword that won't answer my question. <laughs> I know I'm I'm like the worst. Let me double check, make sure I'm right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. Oh man, this is I wrote a, down this is a good three, question though. Three. Possibilities. No. And then right. I, no, 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 no. And then I picked one. Okay. okay. Yeah. I was. I, I remembered it correctly. I still remember my breakdown. All right. We, have we all written something? Yeah. Yeah. Mitch. Mar uh, Mario, I'm going yeah. to go to you first. What do you think? You remember uh, this? Yeah, I remember the game. You remember I the game. totally remember the game. Uh, and I remember. I, I'm leaning Japanese. I'm leaning real hard it's Japanese. A, well, you've, you've already all Japanese. you've already all written it down. So yeah, I, yeah. I will say it's yes. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm leaning real hard Japanese. And I remember this game coming up uh, in one of my Dark Souls or Bloodborne trips. And the game came up. And I know it's not FromSoft, but I put FromSoft. Hey, that's what I wrote. All right. Well, we both put FromSoft down. <laughs> I, put, I put Tecmo because I didn't really know. It was Namco. It's oh, not, man. That's, that's one of the ones I wrote. Souls yeah. I yeah. wrote Namco. Oh, shit. <laughs> I had it. Yeah, that was no, the first was. thing I wrote down. <laughs> so... Good. It was. Uh, hang on. Let me bring up the the wiki again. Are they it's, a dev? It's well. It's again. It was always on the box and here on uh, Wikipedia too. Okay, it's just okay. credited to Namco, like That's an right. internal it's development like one of their teams. Okay. Yeah. At Namco. So uh, from software. Maybe, was, maybe I met the person who actually worked on it. Maybe. And that they're now at FromSoft. Maybe that's... Mm. Could be that. I would like to meet someone yeah. that worked on it. So I, I thought that was too first easy. Person vomiting. Yeah. By the way, Ain't one of the most... I mean, that game, the, the sci-fi story in that game is incredible. Mm -hmm. It is... If you can find it, for the love of God, I play it. I saw it, yeah. You Me become... Too. And you become... The The, the, the power... Uh, curve in that game like you get more and more powerful to the point where you just feel amazing yeah. also the final boss fight Rogan. it's incredible mm -hmm. anyway fan all right cool. let's see here cool uh let me try one other thing beyond's gonna be real late because we got to find a winner <laughs> i know no it's not it's not 2 yet not yet yeah four minutes whatever ryan's doing some googling let's talk about let's do some 2016 predictions oh this wait. is for 2014 yeah, okay, this is, all right, some Ryan, fourteen this, I, I, this is what I was originally thinking of. I was trying to think of a good way to phrase it. I have it. Uh, what was the name, what was the subtitle of the Call of Duty game that came out the same year that Call of Duty 2 came out for 360? 
This this only came out on PS2 and original Xbox. I got the I, subtitle I, and I got a fun fact. Oh, I like this. It's gonna Des- be a weird Des- fun fact. <laughs> <God. laughs> for sure. Give Destin Wait, a minute. Wait, do you have the same fun fact? Yeah. No, I have the same answer. So we're gonna be tied for 2014, and we're gonna need a tiebreaker. Start racking your brain. Wait, the fun fact is a tiebreaker. You gotta come up with one fun fact. <laughs> I don't, you, maybe I got it wrong. You I remember, think, Destin? What do you think? It's probably the same. I don't remember this game. I can't remember it. Xbox. I can't remember it. The, we, we've lost all momentum I, from the segment. It was, we were doing so well. I think it's it's something red. It is like, something red. Something the yeah, big red got, one. That's what it big was. Big red one. Damn and it was starring Mark Hamill, right? Oh, really? Yeah, Mark that Hamill much, starred in that game. In which is what, That was my one. fun fact. In Big Red That's one. weird. Because that much it's, I don't remember. Hold like, on. It's sort of, I think Big Red One was like a sort of in-between between one and two, but had pieces of both mm-hmm. or something. Like It was kind of its own game, but kind of not. I don't remember that coming. This uh, is multiple choice. I would have got it. The game yeah. features several actors from the HBO miniseries Band of Brothers. <laughs> including Mark Hamill. <laughs> not including Mark Hamill. You must uh, be thinking of a different fun fact. Do I win by default because your fun fact was wrong? Because <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a false flag. <laughs> I call it a false flag. False fact. We done it. Congrats. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> Alright, we'll try one last. Alright, all right, this is how we do it. If otherwise there's just no winner for twenty fourteen. You all I, lose. I guess I don't I'm not hundred percent sure this is factually accurate, but what is <laughs> is to the best of my knowledge, what is the only game what is the only game that had online functionality of some kind in the history of Xbox? Or let's no, let's say three sixty forward that was ever allowed to Circumvent got it. the Xbox I got Live it. rules. I got it. I got yeah. it. I got it. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. No, it's eleven. Oh, yeah, it's eleven. Wait, are you right? That's right. Final Fantasy. It's eleven. It's eleven. It's eleven. No, it used is not on Xbox. It used Play Online. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was all Square's <laughs> stuff. None of none of Microsoft stuff. It didn't even come out during the three sixty era. Like three sixty and beyond. It was I like did. Very, I did say that. So Mitch is our retroactive twenty fourteen champion. That one was really easy. Suck Destin it, has taken my championship this year <laughs> in many ways. Yeah. It's gonna that was fun. Here. I'm so happy that you got it. You're just uh, you're delighted. You're going you're to enjoy again. it. So I always root for the I underdog, would. and this year I was, so I was very happy. <laughs> yeah. Destin I'm not egotistical. I just root for the underdog. <laughs> Unlock block <laughs> trivia champion for 2015. Well played. God, that was way better than I ever thought it could <laughs> I possibly be. I'm a big fan of that dumb segment. It'll be back in 2016. <laughs> Uh, let's plug some stuff and get the heck out of here because it's super late. Read everything I wrote about Hideo Kojima, please. Because yes. they went to Japan, we did some interviews, we worked really, really hard on a lot of stuff about Hideo Kojima, Kojima Productions. Yeah, we have, an, we have an, which, I mean, it'll be up by the time people see it. Yeah. We have an exclusive interview yes. with Kojima. Mm-hmm. Which, bunch of breakouts. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of cool shit. Lots stuff. of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Whatever. Code. Whatever. Uh, whatever. Destin, Destin yeah, already here. cursed earlier. You guys are uh, yeah, my Check that out. You That's did. my big thing uh, right now. I reviewed The Room 3 for IGN. It's an iOS game. Marty built the review for me because he's a kind Yeah, man. if you want to see a really well-published review. <laughs> <laughs> Writing is okay, but man, the way it's laid out. Uh, where can we say happy holidays to you on social media, Mitch? I am at MitchyD on Twitter. That's it. Marty? Uh, I'm at Nick Biggity. Uh, if you also like video games, listen to Beyond, which I'm on, which Mitch is also going to be on this week. Um, and then we've had a bunch of cool games all month for IGN First. Uh, cool stuff on This War of Mine. Yes. Cool stuff on uh, Firewatch is coming up. Um, yeah, we have some some great stuff for next year. So and check that out. And check out all of our Game of the Year stuff. Vincent. Yeah, yeah that's the big stuff this. that's happening. Yeah. All the nominees have been yeah, announced. Game of the Year, Movie of the Year, uh, TV of the Year, Year of the Year. <laughs> I think 2015 is a good this chance. This is not bad. 
Yeah. I'm going to nominate bad. 2007 instead. For, for, <laughs> Still for, a really good for year. For best of, of 2015. Yeah, best year of 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Destin? At Destin Legary on Twitter, and that's where I post all my videos, so you can just find them there. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Keeping it short and simple. Excited for Star Wars tomorrow. Me yep. too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, as am I. Are we all going tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going Friday. I have to work afterwards. Everybody tweet at Marty. <laughs> I have to work oh, you're doing work. your dumb trivia thing, so you yeah, can't I, go? Have to, I had to choose between making money and going to see a Star Wars. Pretty clean, clear cut. That was a real dumb no. choice on my yeah. part. <laughs> you're you can make no money that, that you can then use to see the Star Wars. Well, it's the good thing is if anyone comes in and spoils it, I'll already be at a bar so I can drown my sorrow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you can also drink to forget. That's true. <laughs> Literally black yeah. it out. You can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. A uh, bunch of people have been asking me, which I, I appreciate people asking. IGN Unfiltered, that one-hour talk show thing that I started up, it will be back. Uh, I had, I was supposed to film two of them in the span of a week. Both guests had to cancel due to unforeseen emergencies at the last, like that morning I came in and had emails. It's like, sorry, can't do it. They're perfectly valid reasons. Feel terrible uh, that they had to cancel. They will be rescheduled. Unfiltered will be back. Thank you for your interest. Tweet at your favorite devs. Tell them about Unfiltered and ask them uh, if they would like to Cl- join. Cliff Blazinski has has Twitter Twitter committed. Twitter mitted. Nice. To, <laughs> to doing yeah. the show. Next time he's in San Francisco. That's awesome. So we'll see. I've invited Shuhei Yoshi. Yeah, we'll get come. Yeah. Yeah. You got all sorts of cool. Marty's going to be on it one I'm day. I'm going to be on. I made a, Marty, whole, uh, I made a real uh, game the history of one up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is going to get real sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've got uh, another fun little podcast I do if you like cars, specifically electric ones. I do a Tesla podcast called Ride the Lightning. You can find that on iTunes. And I sell some t shirts. You like some of them, per the tweets I get from you guys. Would love it if you would buy one if you haven't already. Some you can find the, the link to that in my Twitter profile page. So, uh, Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, man. I love all of you. Yeah. You are fantastic. And I love Sean Finnegan, who's not here. But uh, Marty Sleva, you are fantastic. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you so much for making the show better. I'm very excited for 2016. Mitch Dyer and a, f- a founding member of Podcast Unlocked. You're the best. No, you. No, you. No, you. I said you if he, no, you. If he was the best, he'd be the 2015 champion. Oh! Correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the 20, I'm the 2014 champion. Destin Legary, you <laughs> came to me uh, not long after I started here and started doing Unlock, saying, I would love to be on that show. Yeah. And you're, I appreciate your enthusiasm and the awesomeness you bring every week. Thanks, Thank Ryan. you. He's just doing it for the exposure. <laughs> He's doing it for... He did it all for the dookie. Come yeah. on. <laughs> the dookie. Come on. <laughs> That's a song. That was my last podcast. Bye, guys. <laughs> Where's the mic to drop? Drop the mic on the floor. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't we're very shatter. sensitive. <laughs> we're very sensitive. Uh, all right. My name is Ryan McCaffrey. That's Mitch Dyer, Marty Sleeva, and Destin Gary. Thank you guys all so much for sticking with us all year on Unlocked. And fun. here's to 2016. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoy the outtake show it's next week. And we'll be back that first week of January with brand new current events shows. So nice. happy holidays. Happy New Year, everybody. Mitch, will you take a picture of me and the Dookie? Oh yeah, my man. God, you're a mo-
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.